Happy Comic Book Day, and thank you to Bad Mary for that too sweet playing. Welcome all you four Cully Funny Book aficionados to U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 2, Episode 4, Two Topics, 60 Minutes for the People. I'm John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And I'm Charlie Rivera, the C. Oh, oh, of U.S. Comics, a.k.a. Little Big Dong, because I like to confuse everybody. Which direction sure. do you go? I don't know. A.k.a. the undisputed knockout king of terrible wrestling games the world over. That's right. I only got two today. That it, <laughs> There was only two, but you have taken up your entire segment time. Oh, yeah. That was indeed the longest self-introduction. But you know what? On comic book day, all bets are off. Charlie, what yeah, goes on, brother? You know, it's just it's just keeping on, keeping on. Still working on the the Long Island studio. Got a little bit more up, a little bit more. We're a little yeah. more tchotchke heavy. A little today. bit more Toys R Us ish. That was kind of what I was going for. I walk into the office now, and I'm like, I should buy that Lego Ecto One. <laughs> oh shit, it's mine. <laughs> so I was like, sold. What is it? <laughs> Still sold. I'll take two. Um, oh. that's awesome. That's awesome. How you about know you, what? man? Well, I have to tell you, just to, to throw it back, you are in the point of your renovation, redecoration process, your your nerdy nesting, as it were. Uh, you have to be now at the point where you're gonna come across something, be like, oh, that shit's cool. Like you've completely forgotten that you not just that you owned it, but that it was a thing that like somebody paid good money to have it assembled and molded and painted in China and then shipped across the sea to Charlie's <laughs> waiting hands here in America. There it's, it's been a bunch of stuff. I bet. I like, like the one thing that I was, I couldn't believe I forgot. There was this amazing line of ghostbuster action figures. Uh, and they did like a slimed Peter variant. And he's like, Oh, exasperated and covered in goo. That's super slimy. I like completely forgot it existed. And when yeah. I found it, I had that moment of like, where's a Slimer? I got to reenact one of the scenes. That is just, that is just, just depressing. But hey, if you're <laughs> happy, I'm happy. And you know what? Um, just to kind of kick us off in a little bit of a little bit behind the scenes, as oh. it were, for the listeners and viewers, um, Charlie and I, obviously, we work, uh, we work our, our jobs that drive us crazy. And this is a very much an escape, so thank you. Uh, but also, as well as, we are each other's lifelines very often. So there's a constant barrage, like just an open trade agreement between Johnville and Charlietown of news. Charlie's like, hey, what about this? And I counter back like, hey, how about that? And he's like, oh, over the top, slammer jamma. Oh, by the way, also, as well as, did you see the Zilla V Kong Full oh. trailer. Oh, oh, baby. Charlie took me from a 2 to a 10 instantaneously with that Godzilla versus King Kong trailer. Mm, was I geeked up for that, boy? I cannot wait. The, the worst part is, for some reason, like, Godzilla versus King Kong is borderline, like, such a preposterous, silly idea well, I had completely forgotten that Eleven from Stranger Things is going to, like, 
throw a saddle on Godzilla in three so, weeks. So did they, because she's in approximately 0. 0.002 nanoseconds of the full trailer. Oh, but they're like, oh, you want a trailer? Here's like longer than <laughs> a, a mid 80s Tyson championship fight. <laughs> like, you saw a lot of throwdowns. I was super duper excited I have, I have a couple pictures i pulled up just because i couldn't believe that i like <laughs> had missed everything right now i'm showing off the the poster it's like artistic but badass this feels like when stallone releases uh you know rocky 12. uh this looks like the sort of post he would do and you know for those of you watching on facebook rollback you know the godzilla versus king kong is a classic but it's also like the goofiest thing ever. Like the same what are you way talking about. Like, it's the goofiest thing ever. What do you like? Goofy how? Because two Japanese guys <laughs> in monkey uh, and got a lizard rubber suits fighting like that. That probably wasn't even a movie concept. They were probably both on. They were <laughs> on the same studio, not in the same movie. One bump into each other at like the the at the uh, at the table getting coffee or sushi or whatever, and they were like, "Oh, what the fuck, man!" And they literally started fighting, and they started rampaging on one side or the other. And the director was like, "Roll cameraman, <laughs> we, we got some else." We all know I love me my guys in rubber suits. <laughs> uh, by my my affection for Power what Rangers, did you do, Ray? my affection for Power Rangers was <laughs> satiated by Godzilla movies when when uh, we were younger. It was one was of the like, many oh, things they, that you were oh, like. They they copied Power Rangers. Look at this. Oh. <laughs> But the Probably fact that we went a brother from, divorce. If you're watching on Facebook right now, facebook.com forward slash US Comics HQ, we went from what's on the screen now, guys in rubber suits, to like intense, crazy, beautiful, technicolor They're fighting, CG action. They're fighting in the world's largest discotheque. It's <laughs> unbelievable. There's like mirrored ball swinging for so you know and not for just one for reason Kong. or another <laughs> how dare you sir he well, like I, literally I, busted out mjolnir's replacement from I avengers mean, unbelievable it, that trailer's crazy Oof, if you're gonna make that reference know the name i clearly don't so i can't really super correct you i don't want um, Sto stormbreaker maybe it's stormbringer or stormbreaker something goofy somebody like however before you say whatever you want to say about, because I downloaded these damn pictures, uh, the one picture I'm showing right now, I'm pretty sure Mechagodzilla's in it. And if well, Mechagodzilla shows up, bitch, it's morphin time. The sequel to this should be Godzilla and Kong v here, Power Rangers. Here, here is, God forbid, because <laughs> you know, you're talking about uh, uh, JV like stepping onto the same How field as a varsity you? as two How varsity players very easily very easily um but no what, what i was uh what i was what was i gonna say oh well you first threw out to me you're like oh look at this this maybe that's mecha godzilla and it was it was like the equivalent of a a, 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 a soda cap um being found on like an excavation site i'm like no it's just drop maybe that's this maybe that's that charlie I immediately launched into the same level of WandaVision research where I'm like, <laughs> hmm, maybe that is Mechagodzilla to the point where now I feel pretty confident. Again, uh, potential spoilers. I think Mechagodzilla might be the big bad. Right? I really do. I think that they're like either 
the existence is agitating legitimate Zilla, or they're fucking with Zilla just so that they can, you know, throw Mecha Godzilla at him and shit gets out of control. And Eleven's like, oh, even I can't stop this mother sucker. <laughs> and then they then they have to go ahead and bring in um bring in the big guns of my boy Kong. Um, I do also believe credit where credit's due. Uh, so Ellis, who does all of our color work, uh, outstanding, outstanding job. I got to give him credit. He put this out there first. Now, I did see it subsequently other places. Um, so I'm not sure. Maybe he just saw it before I did, but I'll give him credit. He put up reluctantly a picture. No, but not reluctantly at all. He put up a picture of the new Kong versus Zilla. And he was like, if both of their moms are named Martha... I'm out. Like I, uh, that was. I'm like, what about Facebook Mothra? Is done for what the if day. it's just like save Mothra? <laughs> that, like, oh that, shit, Mothra that owes would, me twenty bucks. Well, funny enough, uh, Mothra is Japanese for Martha, so oh. it, 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 it could very well be a one for one. But <laughs> also, as well as it instantaneously started me thinking. Obviously, this is a, a remake um, of of sorts. You know, if the original was in the fifties, maybe. The late sure. 50s, something like that, early 60s. Um, but also as well as the versus trend is is certainly nothing new to us as a viewing audience. No, I know cry all the time about Batman v Superman. Well, yeah, that I mean that's <laughs> that is tear inducing to say the least. But for me, like the first um the first like oh wouldn't it be cool type conversations at the bus stop that somebody actually threw millions of dollars at and put it on the big screen for me was Jason versus Freddy. Hell yes. I'm like, that'll like you, you talk about it and you hypothesize and you work out like these details, but you never think it's really going to happen. It, it seems that was one of those flicks that you were like, they're, they're not willing to do that much for us. Yeah. Like yeah. it's too, I mean, it's not the only one. I mean, there's, there's so many out there. But that's but exactly right. Like for me, you know, after and it's just crazy where you can go with these verse movies. It really is. You like you can take either properties and put them against like Alien versus Predator that ha it ha both of those flicks have their moments. Those are popcorn films. The but first one was super enjoyable. Oh, my God. And, and you know what I find really weird, though, is with like those properties they're like Godzilla Godzilla versus Kong may put us back in a world where we can god forbid have just fun movies. That movie looks ridiculous in the best way. So like these predator films they keep insisting on making. You made one and a half good films and like 13 like we're so serious. We're all we're making point shut up. <laughs> you know what I want? Next verse film coming right up baby. I want Predator V WWE. I'm gonna co-opt an idea you sold me once <laughs> about aliens thinking the WWE superstars were like real, like sure. greatest warriors. They're I'm like the, make it... the super fighters of Earth. <laughs> all it's, happen it's, to be located on the same <laughs> truck traveling. They're on tour. Exactly. What was that? What was that movie with like the knockoff Star Trek guys? Mm. Uh it, it eludes me right now. Oh my god. Um Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Galaxy thank Quest. you. Thank you. So imagine Galaxy. I'm actually going to get rid of WWE because they hurt my feelings and just made a billion dollars. Don't say it. Don't. Don't. AEW. Oh my first God. Predator. Same Harley, concept. 
the speed of sound <laughs> would not even get the audio track for that to aliens anytime. I mean, and we're we're on the cusp of a huge versus breakout, and you're you're throwing your first wish away. How Look, dare I'll, you? Uh, it's very easy. I'm actually gonna go ahead since I'm a loving brother and not a crazy person like you. Um, I'll throw it out for I'll throw one out for you because I know that you you would thoroughly enjoy it. How about we get a little bit of John Wick, the current undisputed champion of beating the hell out of 117 people on screen? John Wick versus Jason Bourne. Dude. Make beautiful. it happen, Captain. I see you're using a toaster <laughs> and a book versus all sorts of bullet foo. I see you, and I'm going to throw out one for both of us that we could argue for the entire production prog uh, process over. What about a little G-Force v Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Oh, come on, Let's settle dude. it. Lions do, versus goddamn Mighty Morphin Swords. Do yourself a favor and don't even put that out there <laughs> lest someone thinks you're serious and goes about making that utter beatdown that you would how have to sit down. That, you. you know what's funny is because you're saying how dare you because you know that it would not be even a contest that the Rangers would be landing. You can give wave after wave after wave of the Rangers, and they're going to get laid out by my uh, gotcha man. Uh, but you know what, though? I will retort. I'll ooh, backhand, send it back over the net, and I'll keep it in the fam because I'll give them at least a puncher's chance if you just just go ahead and give me Megazord, uh, his or her itself, put that mother sucker up against a Boltron. A hundred percent. Now I'm only saying that in the same sense that they Are said you... that they were like, "Hey, the champ needs a warm up fight." So go ahead, we'll we'll throw we'll throw a we'll throw a little punchy in there just just to sit. You I, know what, uh... Megazord can send it to ooh ooh ooh, ooh ooh boom. Just take just take shots, take shots up until the. Ooh, until the sword comes out, then it's over, all, son. All I over. want, all I want, is them to do like a high budget cinematic, that fun little slide they would all ride down <laughs> to get to their lions. That no, never ever has music match less the activity. They are in a goddamn playground to the great. Literally, would be the equivalent of Rocky Balboa just going down a regular slide. Now coming to the ring, Rocky, and he's skipping. Uh, what Sounds about, like the dog and uh, little Nikki sleeping. You know, uh, another <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, another really great one. I'm gonna send your way. See what you think about it. People are loving the '80s. They're loving these reboots. Godzilla, Kong. What's old is new again because one, we're not that imaginative, and two, that's look true. at look at my office. Clearly, I'll buy what you're <laughs> selling. Nostalgia. What about? <laughs> After Afterlife, Ghostbusters Afterlife. What do we do? We have new Ghostbusters. They're kids. What can... How did I know that Ghostbusters would make an appearance? V Beetlejuice. Oh, that's there's, there's a very entertaining fan film that like approaches the subject, oh, okay. but it was made for like $38, and <laughs> I didn't write it, nor and did like, Max Landis. $40. Yeah, exactly. Bam. Could you how much fun? could that movie be again 
you could go what seems like, and I reserve the right to be totally wrong. King Go uh, Godzilla versus Kong could be the most serious bull sugar that's ever come my way. But I'm hoping it's like I hope they hit the song like go 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 Godzilla yeah. I hope there's people taking bets on the street. I yeah, want. Sure. I want Beetlejuice to go toe to toe, just like they used to in Universal Studios. He could do it, there bro. There was a show that made my heart sing. He like zapped him. They had to dance. Come on, let's so do it. Charlie is down for any property versus any other property. I really as am. long as it's a musical. That's really <laughs> his only his only demand. He's like, look, first of all. We need a, an 11 o'clock number right at the end to just get everybody's juices going. All right. So you know what? You had your you had your fun. And granted, I knew that you were going to delve into your love bank. I, I really should have known Ghostbusters would show up on your list. But as you know, I'm a huge Stephen King. Oh, I baby. worship at the altar oh, of the king. Oh, no, you're not. I am. And, and you know what, though? There's no way you're going to see it coming because this is as imaginative yet accurate as it can be so go ahead for my versus movie i want the star of the thousand page uh masterpiece it give me pennywise the clown see him center stage versus ding ding ronald mcdonald what think about it bro Think about it. Pennywise kills you with scares. Penny, the other one kills you with cholesterol. Pennywise body count in a thousand pages, like eh, eh, kind of. Now this one's this one's got gonna have some bad memories for a long time. Like his body count, I, I don't even know that it, it. At least those stories that that you got, I don't think it broke double digits. But Ronald McDonald has killed more children more adults whether you're talking about hypertension whether you're talking about cholesterol never mind the cows cows tell their baby calves at night stories about ronald mcdonald if you don't go to bed ronald mcdonald's gonna come and get you ronald mcdonald is without a doubt the scariest son of a bitch in this clown that there is give me ronald mcdonald and as a surprise good guy role Pennywise. Oh! I love it. You know, also, there's only one child orgy in it, and I feel like the ball pit at McDonald's has been... Yeah. We just lost every sponsor, potentially. Yeah. Fantastic! Let's move... Uh, yeah, let's, let's put let's that... Let's move the bed. show right along. John, <laughs> I had a question for you before hmm. you start my time. What yeah. is good? What's new? What's the hot freshness uh, this side of U.S. comics? What's going on this week? Well, it's funny that you mention it, Charlie, because I'm literally putting the final touches on yet another new character, their debut art. That's going to be, I'm glad that I mentioned Ellis because maybe he'll be like, huh, what will happen? Because <laughs> Ellis will be going right to work, putting color to this son of a bitch. I have to tell you that this is not only, uh, eh, I mean, when you're talking about artwork, a lot of times they'll lie and say like, oh, I can't pick a favorite kid there. I love them all, but secretly... Mom's like, John, I really like John the best. What the f so that being said, I love them all, but this one might be my favorite, if not necessarily my favorite character, my favorite uh, piece of artwork that I spit out. 
So um, that one's coming. We're going to get the teaser forthwith. Um, so so keep keep your peepers peeled. I coming. love it. You know what? If a- anyone who's listening to this or watching this, here's your mission. I want you to go over to our Instagram, US Comics HQ, right there on Instagram. You can even find it on Facebook or Twitter, but go to Instagram. I want you to pick out your favorite character, and I want you to let us know why. There might be a, po- a prize in it for you. There may not. This is the risk <laughs> I need you to take. But you got to be all- careful because it looks like you're at a carnival. You're like, hey, you get anything from row A, nothing from row B. For the record, these are all top-line prizes <laughs> at a fair, dude. Uh, with that being said, my friend, start my time. Boop. All right. So, Disney, uh, Division finally getting to a place that, uh, again, I stand by the fact I think they should have launched all three episodes. Episode three finally kind of gives us some... Some you meat. It's, all three, huh? Well, the first two episodes, again, this isn't my topic, but I, it bears mentioning the first two episodes rely very heavily on what we think might happen or what we hope might happen. Episode three is the first one that's like, here's at least the start of what's happening. Sure. But something so the dullards have something to grasp onto. Exactly. And also the <laughs> storytellers can actually tell us something as opposed to me doing their damn work. Oh. But Disney is in a very interesting evolution let's be honest the mandalorian the house of mouse has been forever changed by the mandalorian they thought their big change was going to be from uh star wars itself and it was an offshoot of star wars it wasn't the films it wound up being this side project that they were doing got bigger than they could have ever a side piece as it were they're like oh i fell in love with my side piece oh no oh 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 no (laughs) if this were good fellas there'd be a real big problem look you gotta go home look you know what this is (laughs) you gotta go home what are we on a (laughs) male sorry these deep cuts only (laughs) pop me during the edit uh the (laughs) so what's really interesting is disney's now in this place where it's constantly going to be not expected to, but it's going to con- winners get this benefit of the doubt. They have an opportunity. <laughs> you skinny some bitch. We do. Um, it's true. We do. So these Disney's in this very interesting chance where now, if they make a move, as opposed to let's say taking the safe route, right. which is like Iron Man, Iron Man two. Not that that was Disney at the time. Um you have an opportunity now to take big swings and if it misses people are going to forgive you wandavision winds up being disappointed people aren't going to be like nah i'm not going to check out captain america and the winter uh, or or winter soldier and falcon um they're not going to skip the next one they have earned credit and disney got to borrow that credit so now finally coming from a total side universe and being pulled into the marvel universe is potentially the biggest change out of their next run right the films right now we're at the end of a chapter we're about to start a new chapter right but it's not the new phase exactly right phase four i think it is but it's not the main phase that i think could have the biggest impact it's that side dish it's the dessert and that dessert my friend is deadpool 3 maintaining its r rating now there is no one that is going to look at deadpool now 
and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm I'm being over overly hyperbolic, but I feel like Disney now is going to be tied to this foul mouth, bad skin having anti hero. Edward James is... almost <laughs> nice. Uh, sorry, Ed. Uh, that <laughs> Deadpool take your victory lap, John. Deadpool could be that next big change this character is nothing like any of the disney uh marvel universe proper disney film characters this film is not gonna feel like a regular disney movie so them going rated r and the fact is this isn't disney's first rated r film they have a bunch that are kind of hidden under different banners right well that's that was their trick they were like okay we'll make this movie and it can be, you know, fall under the rated R, you know, uh, classifications. But you're not going to get that Disney, you know, you're not going to get the castle and the star. And, um, you know, there's not going to be the ride at the park. And you're not going to get the full Disney treatment. Once Disney is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he might show up in a ride. Mm. He might get a character actor who, of course, won't be in Disney Park swearing and like trying to look up skirts, but that <laughs> is who the character is. There will be no way to disassociate the obvious, which is kids see rated R films. Of you course, can say, yeah. like, well, they're not supposed me. to. Shut up. Any cool kid, listen to me, kids. If you're cool, you are seeing rated R films. The but rated R ones are better, they're just better. Because no one thinks of Apocalypto necessarily as a Disney fic, uh, flick or Kingsman or Starship Troopers or G.I. Jane, Con Air, uh, Stuber from last year. People don't think the House of Mouse. Sure. Now it is undeniable. So hmm. my question to you, John, one, were you excited when you heard that not only is, is Deadpool a coming? but also <laughs> see, seemingly unfiltered. There was the fear that once upon a Deadpool was them testing the waters for a PG-13 Deadpool, mm -hmm. but nope, rated R or nothing, and we're getting something. So initial thought when you heard that news, Deadpool 3 coming down, Marvel Universe, rated yeah. R, Ryan Reynolds, let's fucking do it. Well, well, that's a that's the thing too, because any time that a property changes hands, changes production teams, print changes directors, a lot of times we'll get noticed that oh, this project lost its director, and your excitement level changes. Um, it's usually not in the sense of like, oh, it needs to be th this rating, or I'm out. The main thing for me was just that. As because I enjoyed dead both uh, Deadpool's, I enjoyed them thoroughly for for one reason uh, or another. The main thing for me was that they were not going to be to feel different, right? So now that you say, well, the R rating is what set it off. Yeah, okay, well that that makes sense then. So yes, there are, there are multiple things regarding the Deadpool franchise that I don't want to change, even though it's changed hands um and and yeah uh you know i'm, I'm happy about it i'm glad I, I hope they keep it as uh as much in the feel of deadpool as humanly possible my thought honestly was with deadpool now having access to the entire pantheon of it's a good word uh of marvel characters don't get um don't don't get buried 
right? Don't get kind of pushed to the back of the class, but he's an A-list star in Ryan Reynolds, and he's made as much money as anybody else, as multiple anybody else's. Um, so I don't think that that'll happen, though it's always a fear, you know? Absolutely. And, and let me just clarify, I could genuinely give a crap about the literal minus R. It's the promise of, hey, we're writing a Deadpool script. We're writing a film, like you said. You said it very eloquently. I don't need to tell you that because yeah. you literally complimented yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. mid-sentence in real time. That's but the best way to do it. We do. You we compliment do yourself mid-sentence, by the end of the sentence, sometimes people forget. They're like, did he say that out loud or did I think it? But it's either both. way, you, you, you're taking it home with you. But it's this promise of negasonic teenage warhead will probably be in it and she'll feel like her wade will get to be wade and and i won't lie that second flick i totally love it i don't think i love it as much as the first deadpool but that's like a pretentious douche thing to yeah, think let alone verbalize on a podcast right we're not talking but, about godfather here like yeah, like I wouldn't care. Someone was talking about like, great, we'll get to see the gore. I don't think of either of those films as gory films, but they're like, is gory film? I mean, the second film, a, a child put a, a, a pen up his anus uh, and it kind of saved the day. There is something to that world. Never also, ask though, that kid for his autograph. <laughs> don't do it. What if he just reached in? He like lost a decent amount of weight. Kid looks good. Um, Good for him. But <laughs> uh, what's what else I really love about it is the cool thing that Deadpool 1 and 2 did that no one else, frankly, had the cojones to do was they let the ridiculous, the ridiculous aspects of a comic book move over without justification and without it being a joke. Deadpool's mask in those films moves like masks move it's in a, comic books. Deadpool's and, mask is a character in and, and it itself. Makes, and it, it makes a huge difference because, like Spider-Man, they had to justify the eyes with right. like these mechanical ones. And, and in that it, case... And it makes perfect sense. It makes sense. It's cool as hell. Yeah. It's toyetic It looks AF. good. Yeah. With that being said, no one can tell me that you being able to, when necessary, see Wade's lips or his eyebrows move or his eyes get huge and his eyes get... It looks awesome so right. if you're telling me that this opens the door for masked heroes in the marvel cinematic universe not being afraid to just be like nah 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 shut up the fact that the spandex doesn't tear at the crotch despite the 45 flips we don't need to say they're reinforced nonsense always, always the crotch with this kid well you know I, I, the kid likes what he likes but think of like <laughs> if they if they wind up doing, if they do in fact bring Daredevil into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, oh. I don't expect them to do it. Charlie as will get the vapors, boy. I, I literally will Woo! have to just stay till the next showing because I'll just be passed out in my no, own fluids. We're going to have to bring Charlie a backup pair of pants just in case all of the rumors are true oh. and Charlie Cox pouts his way on the big screen but but also like imagine and his costume is great from the netflix show but if you marvel could up be that more red I, I absolutely could be a real red it's it's like red wine i don't mind um, them i don't mind the maroon obviously uh, i would just have the different components how it's like and that is the one thing that was very marvel-esque just to take a side a side uh, step on the combo um the most marvel-esque thing that the shows did 
was how they dressed fucking Deadpool. Oh, how they dressed Daredevil. Yeah. His costume looked exactly like a Marvel costume would. He he would not look out of place if you line him up next to the Avengers. Absolutely. I would just say that rather than having like, you know, the 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 red maroon hood, but then like a, a black jaw. No, just make all of them just, yeah, just, just by sheer nature of, of them being different materials. Even if they're the same color, they they will play. You know, it'll yeah. it'll be obvious. Just lean in, and that's the that's that's the hidden thing that I think Deadpool's gonna do is if you did redesign De uh, Daredevil's cowl, like so it's a full neck cat, like it it's that fake Batman impossible thing where it's like right. it stretches and somehow the jawline snaps back to life sure, yeah. when it's pulled. If you show me a a Daredevil moment where he pulls his hood over his face or if he's fighting someone and there's a little bit of eyebrow mo eyebrow movement to just help sell this, this and don't get me wrong i'm not saying i want that necessarily from daredevil what you're saying is that you want affleck back as daredevil we, we know we understand sorry. it's that jawline um it, the fact that you can now have this man i hated more than anything i hate that every avenger that has a mask or a helmet it magically can kind of come off oh, and go boy, back on. Oh boy, do I nano hate the hell out and of that? And for some reason, I truly believe more than it being like, well, you want to see the actor's face, you can get that exact same result if when they're planning something, again, secret identity be damned, half of their secret identities are out. But if they're just powwowing, yeah. you can have, you. I will have no problem with spider-man pulling his mask off no problem with daredevil deadpool suddenly you're freed of like no it's super high tech fa bullshit let it be magic material bro the god there's a spider boy and there's a blind acrobat and now you have a barbecued guy who if you chop off his arm he just grows one back eventually <laughs> god damn it the whole baby legs are mcgee oh it's purple oh my god the baby legs moment in deadpool 2 <laughs> worth the price of admission um, do you think, uh, like I seem to think, that Deadpool is actually going to even have that much of an impact? Or do you suspect Disney's going to be like, yeah, 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 he's in our universe. Stay in your corner, Wade. No, no, no. I, I, I think that, I mean, Disney's a business. And, and they didn't get to be the monolith that they are on the, on the Hollywood uh, you know, skyline by avoiding money. I mean, that's a cash cow. So they're going to they're going to continue to milk it just like they milked the uh, that cow that had like the natural Mickey symbol on its side. Dude, what happened to that cow, man? Like he, it was there. I almost said he. She was there one day, and the next day, she was burger. It was it was like very very sad. But unfortunate. Again, they're they're not known for leaving money on the table. So what I think probably what I think probably would be is that they they. They keep trotting out Deadpool until it's not until it's not raking in the cash. I don't particularly see him being embroiled in a, a phase. I can see the character like popping up when they have these huge uh, uh, kind of like universe shattering type events. But just the sheer fact that let me get serious right now. Oh, the sheer fact that Marvel has clearly taken this next phase 
up into the stars means that we're talking about an entirely different category of hero when we're talking about the the coming together as it were <laughs> I so it. i i think that the focus is going to be kind of away from uh the 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 neighborhood type uh you know type type heroes that we've gotten now that being said where i think we're going to probably get a return to that will be uh, through their inevitable reintroduction of the mutants, which now you're talking about kind of an interesting question when it comes to Deadpool. Um, because if you're talking about mutants, how do you not, even if you just are referencing him, yeah, you know, like you can't, you cannot leave him out of the equation at that point. So I, I think that'll be interesting, but I don't think it's kind of like in the near future. So with, with our beloved Stan Lee, may he rest in power, excelsior and all that nine mm -hmm. with him gone yeah and obviously they'll find a way to pay tribute to him in every movie mm -hmm. do you think deadpool should be the new cameo a character that almost lives outside of mm. the reality of everything if it if that happened i wouldn't hate it i wouldn't hate it um i don't know necessarily i mean it's if you're going to make it be a non Stan Lee cameo, it does run the risk of getting like very gimmicky. 100%. And Stan Lee was every comic book reader's grandpa. So not like Stan Lee could get up every Thanksgiving and tell the same joke <laughs> every year Dude, as if, yeah, as up. if he never told it to us before. And we would, I think we would legitimately laugh the first time. But the second through 50th time, we'd be like, <laughs> I can't believe this mother sucker is telling the same joke again. Unbelievable. And we'd have a real good laugh. So uh, I think the Stan Lee of it all is what saved it from getting kind of real, real gimmicky and not working. Uh, I, I would have a little fear that anybody else, anybody might be, you know, they, they, they might tow that line into like an eye roll. I don't yeah. know. So what about you? You know, I, I, I'm as much as I, I love uh, uh, Wade Wilson, love Deadpool, love Ryan Reynolds. He is that character that I personally hope no one replaces the Stanley cameo. Hmm. I'd be just as happy if they did what Netflix did and he would be like the sheriff on a poster. There's like plenty you can do visual sure, yeah. gags he could be like the, you remember the ad where the uh it was for sunscreen i think and the dog's pulling down the baby's diaper and it's like like you could have cutesy crap like that. Yeah. as long as his family thought the image was appropriate um you yeah as long as they don't, they don't make a mockery of him but yeah, yeah the, i can easily see him it's going into them loving him easter egg territory yeah, I you think know like yeah I, I personally want wade to get to be wade and like if you need to bring him in for a uh an avengers type film i think less is going to prove to be more i sure. think it'll always be something we're excited about now if he became the official bumper for movies i wouldn't mind that if like every film now got three tags and what we were waiting for wasn't like some imaginative lead-in for the next wave but instead it was like a wade wilson gag Hmm. Uh, that could be fun if it was not the only one. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, think... I could see that getting beaten to death really quickly. So, and... and also, maybe it's maybe it's just one or two I need, like him doing the same ad Captain America did 
uh, about like patience not being worth it, but trying to curse and it's like getting bleeped. You can have fun with it once or twice. I think Wade is best served as a character. You know, I don't think Ant-Man or Spider-Man belongs in every single Marvel movie either. But I do think he deserves the same chance to be as popular as he has been. Well, yeah, with world. with the with the inevitable wave of mutants that we're kind of looking down the barrel of, he can't be excluded. He can't be. Yeah. And you know, also, I've, like... I heard people talking about, well, talking about reading about what have you, um, kind of Chris Evans now has an expected return into that into that universe, which that's a, that's a totally different topic. But um, the the like the not not even the how because obviously we're talking about comic book properties, yeah. Which anyone can come back from the dead at any given moment. You could personally have killed the character in a comic <laughs> book and not be surprised the next page when they're back to to life. I.e., Robin looking at you, voted dead. Great, great, great. Um, but they weren't really talking about like why or how he would come back, but it was. Why? And somebody floated out. Maybe he's the only one they could think of that can do anything about Wolverine. And if anybody is, you know, swinging, swinging from the perpetual satchel of uh, of Marvel Comics, we know that it's Wolverine. So I can definitely see. And I'll, I'll put this in wrestling nerddom terms. No, I won't. No, I won't. Or. Yeah, that is time, ladies and gentlemen. Time. Uh, go ahead and throw us your thoughts about the uh, uh, vainglorious return of the dead one, indeed, Pineapple Face, who we love. Um, again, we and we do love him because all we really know how to do is, uh, you know, kind of laugh our baguettes off at him and throw money his way. So obviously, we're not tired of his shtick yet. Exactly right. But we do want to know what you think. You can let us know on any of our social media, which is all at US Comics HQ. With that uh, being said, uh, yeah. Johnny Boy, uh, don't we have a, a don't we have somebody we'd like to give a shout out to? Yeah, no. Why don't you lead the path? We really, really do. And um, look, as entertaining as this show clearly is, uh, you're only getting us once a week. Whereas you can get daily entertainment right here on Facebook Gaming Hour, one of our illustrious sponsors. It is Sergeant Finesse. Two streams a day, outstanding gaming content. He does supporter streams. He does giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today. Throw him a like, a follow. Consider becoming a sponsor, a supporter, rather. It's like the cup of uh, price of a cup of coffee. Uh, check him out today. Um, look, if you need to pick me up, Follow the White Rabbit over to sneakenergy.com. Uh, do yourself a favor. Use code SGT at checkout. Mm -mm -mm. So good. If you're looking for some fresh new gear, go to geeksunleashed.com. Use code Sarge at checkout there. Because, look, when the Sarge is on deck, you salute. GG, son. That's right. So now you have those hours of the day covered. Sometimes Word. it's hard to watch 
the Sarge while you're working, though. It's like you're laughing too hard. You're too excited. So what you also need is you need some music to play in the backgrounds. And you get sure. to hear our amazing theme song. At the end of every episode, you get to jam out to a badass tune. But what will I do with the rest of my time? And that's where I turn to one of my favorite bands, and that's Bad Mary. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Bad Mary Band. You can go to their website right now, throw them some love, badmary.com. You can just literally skip the getting merch or CDs step, <laughs> and you can just throw them money on Patreon. Oh, yeah. Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. Uh, the best part is, let's say you don't want to do any of those, you definitely have a music streaming app and bad mary is available on all of them right now i'm on a personal quest to get chris statlander from aew to use some of their music for her theme because she's an alien and a wrestler and bad mary is the shizits it's the best they're the greatest i love them and they also help sponsor this program word so thank you, bad mary you are just as john says a too sweet it's true it's damn true now with uh, all that said john <laughs> yes we sir. heard about sponsors we did we heard my topic we talked mm -hmm. zilla versus kong it's true are you ready for me to start your clock um you know what maybe we may as well just go ahead and start that clock son done and it started so uh as we like to do we try to bring the new new we try to bring the facts as we know them but also as well as sometimes you gotta report the hey you know what i heard god bless you charlie thank you uh and i am at that point i was just surfing the interwebs and i came across some news news that frankly as my uh responsibility as hand of the king <laughs> felt the need to bring to you my people and i am telling you folks my good good folks and i am swearing to you by the new gods and the old by the lord of light and everyone who will listen that this guy's favorite jorge rr R. martin's creation is coming to life now, Charlie, Again? I don't know if this is news to you. I don't know if this is news to you, but your commentary would infer that it is. <laughs> um, so Game of Thrones came and went huge, huge, huge. Charlie likes to sing all the time. Um, huge, huge, huge success. Granted, some people were not in love with the finale, but we have our own uh, um, we have our own opinions on that. We'll leave that alone. I think we may have covered it already. But almost immediately following the finale, after the bitching kind of dropped down, uh, we started really hearing about, oh, well, the spinoffs are coming. We're going to get HBO's going to do this. HBO's going to do that. HBO's bringing in this particular actor. Uh, they're going to, like, we've gotten um, prequel series news. We had gotten news. Maybe it's going to be Robert's Rebellion that we're going to see. Uh, maybe we're going to get like a, a Fire and Blood, you know, the, the Targaryen's whole story. Um, maybe we're going to get this. Maybe we're going to get that. We got uh, spinoffs that were pitched to us that even made it as far as pilots. And then HBO's like, nah, 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 nah. We're good on that. 
So clearly they were biding their time, right? They were biding their time. Like they wanted to just wait and then maybe go ahead and poison Joffrey so that he choked like a little B.I.H. Oh, the satisfaction. Oh, God. You can have a lackluster Oof. last season. Oof. That moment with that <laughs> little some bitch got what he had coming. Oh, delicious. You know what? Just as good for me was seeing the mountain get his comeuppance. Also true. I'm like, take There's it down. so much satisfaction. There really is. But people are just very uh, intent on complaining. But that all being said... We are getting, folks, if you if you know me, you know that I don't talk lightly. You know what, Charlie? I do got to say this. Um, before I delve into the actual topic proper, Han shot first. So, yeah, cheers for that. Respect. Han shot first. Han shot Han first. Shot, Han did shoot first. Well, I'm drunk already. Okay. So, <laughs> we are for a fact getting my legitimate favorite favorite George R.R. Martin creation within the world of Game of Thrones as a series. Now, when I say this, this is a whole separate thing that Charlie and I have, have kind of talked about pretty often here. We, When we talk about enjoying something or I loved it, or even as far as, oh, this is one of my favorite things, please understand, we're not saying this is the, the best thing ever. I'm not saying that this particular uh, particular collection of stories is George R.R. Martin's best creation. I'm saying that this is the one that I love the best. And there's a reason for it. The reason why I love this particular thing the best is that it's, as Charlie likes to say, it is undeniable. Ooh. It's just pure, pure satisfaction in this case between the pages and soon to be on the screen you cannot there's nothing to complain about all right so so anybody who loves complaining i'm telling you now don't watch this upcoming series because what we are getting are the tales of dunk and egg yes that's right that's right sir duncan the tall and aegon targaryen the fifth, if you nasty, are coming to the small screen courtesy of HBO and those beautiful, beautiful creators and dragon makers that they got. So Charlie's making it look like he doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I'm going to assume that some of you don't either. Now, it's, it's interesting <laughs> because uh, I, I was, can't read. <laughs> I was just recently at a, a, a small birthday shindig. I uh, have a couple of drinks when we were watching the playoffs. Uh, with with a friend of the show and friend in real life, Sean Burbage. Uh, and Sean was told, Sean actually brought it up to me. He's like, hey, this, somebody told me like uh, the, the, the character in Game of Thrones that I I would be most, uh, would most appropriately be me, uh, would be Dunk. Dunk in the tall. Who the fuck is that? And boy, was he sorry that he asked me that question. <laughs> Because I just imagine you were like, oh, it was my nerd glasses. Uh, and so I was like, I had notes for him. Like, I didn't know that he was going to bring it up. You sat I laid in front out of everything. the television. Yeah, you I looked like a scroll. I looked like Charlie, uh, like, like Charlie Day with the, the maps behind him and the red <laughs> strings and stuff like nervously. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so the tales of Dunkin' Egg, as they're uh, lovingly known now, 
those stories and those were it's a collection of stories that's what this particular book is a knight of the seven kingdoms this is a collection of of several short stories that george martin wrote when he was that, ducking writing the end of the book <laughs> that well they were over the years they were they were uh, published in magazines um you know fantasy magazines that's kind of their whole their whole gimmick and um this takes place a 100 years before the events that we read and saw in 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 the game of thrones right though the class of kings and the whole nine yards so uh, they got that dire wolf and dragon money well that's what you're telling me so so what it is the targaryens are are still see uh firm firmly seated in power right there's no like debate they have dragons they make the rules that's the golden rule um, so living that Targaryen life is not always what it's cracked up to be because first and first, mostly you got to marry like the person who you grew up with and, you know, slept next to since you were an infant, what it, it is, what it is. Um, but also like you take one look at a Targaryen and you're like, that's a Targaryen. It was like spotting one of the Jackson fives. Like that's a Jackson. Look at the moves. Listen to the voice. Look at the throw. You knew a Jackson when you saw Jackson. This is how that was. So that wasn't for everybody. Now, Sir Duncan the Tall, who is kind of like uh, the the muscles uh, of of the uh, of the partnership, um, he's floating around. He's a hedge knight, so he is not attached to one particular monarch or even one area he floats around he participates in tournaments he makes his loot but he's also not what you would consider to be a deep thinker he's like hulk smash he, he does what he's got to do and he's very good at it poor sean <laughs> yeah he's super tall uh he's super strong and he knows how to smack a head in two so uh, again no no spoilers because this would be like opening credits type shit. um little targaryen little aegon targaryen he slips away and in order to not be clearly immediately identified by his almost white blonde hair and hazel eye uh, uh, purple eyes he shaves his head bald and that's why he's known as Egg, because his fucking head looks like an egg. Clever. Uh, and he wears a big goofy hat, like big straw hat that peasants wear to cover up his eyes. And in essence, they I won't go into how or why, but these two hook up, and it literally becomes a fantasy, high fantasy, token-esque lone wolf and cub story. That's awesome. Which you know I love. You know I love it to death. Um, it's this just sounds like Jay and Silent Bob go to King's Landing. <laughs> <laughs> even even more so, Charlie. And this is the one I was gonna throw at you. You know that you love these uh kind of like perpetual ongoing adventures of stories, lone wolf and cub stories. What's the biggest one we cannot stop talking about? It's certainly here and also everywhere else is the Mandalorian. Oh my God! A thousand the Mandalorian is a lone wolf and cub esque story. That that's 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 the beautiful thing about it. So like uh, when we look talking about the Mandalorian, I mean we have episodes that we can point to that are clearly inspired by one thing or another, and it's it's a wonderful thing because you're like ah I see where you're going with this, and then they give it to you. Uh, they they frame it that way that's familiar to you. It's like I I already like this. This is great. I like all of these ingredients, 
and then like they they put a little razzle dazzle on in the kitchen and like oh taste it now you're like mm, now i may even love it a little bit more so that's that's exactly what i'm looking forward to now so like something like um uh, um, like the the village episode when he went to hide hide uh, uh, Grogu in the village, and they were like, "Oh, we 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 keep him here, but there's like uh, the bad guys, and they have an old uh, ATSD walker and help us out." That's Seven Samurai, 100%. right? Like so, so, we can say clearly the here's a an inspired by or a take on or what have you, but the entire series is an ongoing adventures of lone wolf and cub and that's exactly that is exactly what you're getting here which is just you know and again you and i love 99.99 repeating uh (laughs) of the same stuff it's just sometimes like the time commitment goes to different places like you're you're you have some books that you've loved for ages game of thrones being one of them they just aren't necessarily in a world i go running to oh Uh, i love fantasy fantasy. isn't my number one it's not to say i don't have those stories that i appreciate but a lot of times it has to come through a four color funny book i have to be like all right fine dr strange fine um but game of thrones was one of those amazing things that you were like charles this shit is like you didn't call me charlie you didn't call me fat boy you didn't call me chucky you literally were like uh charles g rivera listen here and listen well game of thrones is i had be... my attorney draft you <laughs> exactly to whom it may concern it's just you it was one must of those... watch this you knew that the first episode was a must watch and after you saw the quality of that first episode you followed it up with like just fucking Get ready and feel free to ask questions because I got answers. And holy shit, I only made that mistake once or twice because I only have 24 hours in a day. Can't be soaking up 22 with like page for page recreations, but somehow longer. You finished talking once. It was two hours about a goddamn sword. I was like, well, I just want to know what the gay guy's name was. Like the what's happening. Um, but what's cool about those properties and specifically this property that whole like oh the last season was bad so it lost some of its nonsense glimmer i guess it lost some of its uh obvious value once again i return you to mandalorian and the star wars disney trilogy people were and still are doing all over those films those same people were like, oh, God, a Mandalorian lunchbox. Hell yeah. All it takes. And rightfully so. All it takes is someone, like I always say, if the people behind this product love it and are passionate about it, and if HBO is letting it through, you want to talk about a company that's earned a lot of my respects and attention lately. It's been once again HBO because they're known for putting forward high-end quality sometimes it's not what i'm looking for but in their genres it's like among the best of it so the fact that they had other spin-offs get a pilot they spent all this money to then go no it's not really what we're looking for has to be educated by the fact that not everyone loved that last 
season. Well, so, uh, you know, we we talked about this just not, and not to not to kind yeah, of yeah. yank the the reins away from you, but uh, I don't want to get it too far off off track. Um, and we talked about it pretty in depth here. Uh, was the fact that um, a lot of the um, rancor came from it didn't end the way I thought it was going to end, right? And and that's in my in my mind that's actually a real testament because people were so invested in the story that that they couldn't help like putting in the doing the homework so to speak. But I don't want I don't want to get uh, um, uh, Duncan Egg kind of em embroiled in that because clearly. People are going to show up. So this yeah. is something that we know. This isn't something even like uh, you talked about playing with house money to a certain degree. And if you put something out that people didn't, people, lo people love you, people love you, people love you. Then you put out something that not everybody loves. You didn't lose them forever. It's just that, you know, you, people, you, you didn't necessarily maintain that upward trajectory of like the, you know, the, the 80s stocks portfolio. It's just that some people, some people didn't love it. Some people hated it. Some people were like, yeah, that, that was just fine. Ultimately, I think where it really suffered is that it was just rushed. So there was a lot of stuff put out there that people felt like, oh, this is really important. I need to factor in all these things and remember these details. And I, I agree with them there. The, the, real, um, the real house money, though, belongs to George Martin. Because if indeed, when he handed those notes over, because the show surpassed the books... And he handed the notes over, like, well, this is how it ends. And then, you know, the the screenwriters they did their thing. Then he can sit back now and see kind of like how it was yeah. received. He's like, yeah, you know, we're not going to make it end that way. Fuck it. And then, and then he does something different, which there's plenty of room to do because the books are not a one for one. In as much as the first season and the first book, of Game of Thrones, uh, uh, within the, uh, the 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 Song of Fire and Ice series. Uh, was like a one for one. They didn't really miss any beats. They didn't really miss any characters that I can think of off the, uh, off the top of my head. Um, but as the show progressed, the show kind of got smaller by comparative to the book saga. The book story is very big. Like it really scatters characters to the far edges of the board. It was strange too because they like, they started going like real. I don't want to call it a deep cut because in the book they managed it just fine, but they started going like real off of the main threads, and you're like, there's these like kids in the forest, and they're fuck them, well, fuck, well, forget about them. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like the, the, those those characters they absolutely do uh, appear in the in uh, in the books, and as a matter of fact, like one of the spinoff ideal uh, ideas that was floated out there was like, okay, we're gonna hear about the first men. Because they were constantly referenced yeah. uh, in the uh, in the, the 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 block of time that we got. But again, uh, that that that's not my topic. My topic is simply Duncan Egg, Fuck the yeah. ongoing adventures of Sir Duncan the Tall and Aegon Targaryen eh, the V. Uh, and I just can't wait. And and the fact is, um, it, the fact that they happen to exist within this world of Game of Thrones that we're familiar with so, so well uh, because of the series. Um, so they go to places that we know of. They go, uh, they end up at castles that we only know as being molten rock uh, at some place. And now all of a sudden they're like, they're beautiful. They basically, it's like that scene in Titanic, which <clears throat> tough guys don't watch, but I've seen several times. Um, like when they raise the Titanic, when like they rewind the film and you see it becomes like, it was this rusted mess on the bottom. And then you see like, and it's all it's glory and beautiful. 
Um, that's the feeling that you get. It's like they took like the the they took like the the grime off of it. It was like watching one of those YouTube videos where like it's a restoration yes. of a 1978 uh, X-wing fighter, and like it was all yellow and gross, and the stickers were peeling. And then they drop it, and it's like acid, and they repaint it, and they put <laughs> new stickers on, and you're like boing. You know, it's it was one of those. So it 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 drops you like almost. You know what? Here's a good reference. It's like the. Um, like Knights of the Old Republic. Yes. So in that Star Wars world that we know of and we know had a very deep history that you've only ever heard of, now you have a window into that world because you're basically being dropped into like the golden age, at least of the Targaryen uh, era before things really got uh, crazy stupid. Uh, and it's just great. Uh, also as a trope, the... The lone wolf and cub trope is one of those that I'm just a sucker for. A I'm a sucker percent. for. Again, Mandalorian does it. Fucking Batman and Robin are are maybe the most popular. Um, you know, uh, you know, lone wolf and cub type. Uh, and, but but they're they're far works. from the only ones. It always it works. always There's... plays. There's something about it. It's very easy for us to place ourselves in those in one of the two sets of shoes. It, it it's something that I don't know. It's a universal heartstring tugger. It's it always feels good. The conclusion always feels great and sad. And there's going to be that Mandalorian moment where they finally are kind of separated because it's best for one and the other one still like you out of here. Be my best I never friend. loved you. Get out of here. But it's they were just, really secretly protecting them. Exactly. It's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. And again, we've seen so recently how well it works and it we works, know man. Game of Thrones has, has legs for days. Son of a bee. Look at you, the, the hands of the king. That that's I mean that looks that hand looks of awesome. the king. <laughs> hand to hand hail to the king, baby. I was uh, like hand job to what now? <laughs> um uh, just really quickly, the, and I, I thought that I thought that I was lobbing you an easy overhead smash at the net. I thought that you were immediately going to go to hawk and chick from bob's burgers because <laughs> that is a one for one like this is what we're talking about folks reference uh. to uh to lone wolf and cub um but yeah i mean you, you see you see it all over the place even uh um like you, you can take it outside clearly fantasy and and like samurai movies they're 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 an easy they're very interchangeable right like even even westworld kind of made that very clear like you can the, 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 that's like Lego and Mega blocks. Like they yes. work together. Like you can just easily swap them uh, and use them interchangeably. But even something like um, like Road to Perdition, which on first viewing is like, oh well, it's a period piece. It's a gangster flick. You know, the second that you can get over Tom Hanks as potentially not the good guy, um, then all of a sudden thing other things start flowing in. You're like, oh shit, this is. This is also a you know a lone wolf and cub type story. No wonder my pants are off and I'm loving it so much. <laughs> uh, I just love it, man. I love it. That's, I cannot yeah. wait. Again, if you haven't familiarized yourself, 
when Game of Thrones was coming out, it was a it was a rush for a lot of people. I mean, obviously the entire series still to this day isn't completed, but at that point, I think maybe four of the books were already completed, and you can certainly come over here and borrow them from me. I'm, I'm more than welcome. Uh, willing. You got your loaner copies ready? Yeah, sure, of course. But but this again, this is just a collection of short stories. So also exciting is the fact that they're going to expand upon this, right? They're oh going to build yeah. more. There's going to be more adventures of Dunkin' Egg that even I, the all-knowing and all-wise, are not familiar with. So I, I just can't wait. But this is the the short stories as written, collected. Um, again, a night of the Seven Kingdoms. I am going to rock that audiobook because uh, now do I it. got time before the series pops off. <laughs> do it too. I can, I can do that while doing other stuff. Sure. Uh, you know, reading stops me in my tracks. For my brother, the ever getting just better looking. How dare he just get stronger, faster? Hell, oh, you even wiser. You can catch him at your local eatery, removing his pants on request. He is the CEO. He is my big brother. He is a co-founder, but so am I. And you can find all of our work on social media, on all the social medias, at US Comics HQ. You can watch the video version and see my brother take that Han shot and potentially it may not go well, but it'll probably go great. You it'll can go see me stutter and almost trip over my chair. It's <laughs> awesome. All of it at us comics HQ, specifically the videos on YouTube and on facebook.com forward slash us comics HQ. You have some homework. Your job is to let us know what you're feeling about Deadpool. Will it change the Disney universe? Your job is to let us know how eager and how excited you are for HBO to tackle another uh, chapter in the beautiful, beautiful Game of Thrones universe. Are you trepidatious because the last one didn't end the way you wanted it to? Or are you ready to freaking go? And you're also supposed to look on our Instagram, find a character. Just tell us if you like them, what you think about them, if you have questions about them and we'll answer this and potentially we'll throw something your way for my brother i am the other brother john how do we end this show there's only one way charlie but there's multiple steps first you turn the power on then you turn the volume up then you tune bad mary in and you open the window wide and scream out into the night sky save me space girl we out <laughs>